Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Eating Alone in My Car show with your host. So sad today. It's Slurpee Day. That's right, bitches. It is Slurpee Day. Dia de la Slurpee. Um, basically, so it, uh, this is in honor of 7-Eleven, which happened this week. It was July 11th. Um, I actually didn't even know it was July 11th. I never know what date it is. Um, I never know what date it is. I'm always asking my husband what the date is. And he's like, you ask me that every day. Um, and, and he doesn't know. I mean, he hasn't left the house now in four weeks. Um, because he's sick, so he doesn't fucking know what day, what, what the date is. I do usually know, though, what day of the week it is. I'm very good with that. I love how I'm saying that like it's like some, some real at character asset to know what day of the week it is. I'm like, you know what? You know what I'm really good at? Knowing what day of the week it is. But anyway, yeah, I do. I, I, I know what day of the week it is. Uh, always. I always do. But I don't know what the date. I, know, I don't know the date. You know, numbers... I don't do numbers. I'm not a numbers person. Um, I'm unless I'm like adding up calories, then I'm like really good at number. I feel like my math skills, like food, food. You, I'll say one thing for disordered eating. It has definitely improved my math. Um, it has definitely improved my math over the years. I think um, I can do a lot of basic arithmetic in my head. Very good at that. Um, and also division actually, um, because sometimes, you know, when you're dividing up how many are in a serving size, you know, when it's like, when it's like 20 pretzels, 110 calories and you're like, but I, I only have 55 cows. I mean, I'm saying you as though you listener, um, are on the same level of neuroses as I am, but maybe you are, you know, maybe you are probably, I don't know who else is hanging in here. Um, without having some level of neurosis. Um, but yeah, so division and multiplication, actually. Multiplication, because you know what? Sometimes I will, like, I'll figure out, like, okay, like, take my um, my my uh, special K, my strawberry, my, my berry special K. Um, it's 140 calories in a cup and a quarter. Okay, so when I divide that, that's roughly about Ruffalo, Ruffalo E about 30 cows, like 27 cows for a quarter cup. So then I have to multiply, like, let's say I'm like, well, I'm having three quarters of a cup. So I'm like, okay, that's, you know, 85 calories. Like I'm good at, so anyway, real, real Einstein over here. Um, I, I always remember an astrological sign when someone tells it to me. Um, but I, I often forget names and faces. Um, I forget faces. It's like, I think I have that thing where you like, literally I will have like met and known someone. Um, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I think, I think I am the opposite of like aloof. Um, like for an introvert, I think I'm really good at, um, smiling and being friendly Um, just because I'm good at it doesn't mean I want to do it. Um, but you know, I can do that, but it's, so I'm not, I'm not trying to give any shade. It's not out of shyness. I don't want to hurt anyone. I'm not trying to like signal that I'm anything. It's really just like, I've literally forgotten a face. Um, and it's kind of embarrassing. 
Um, so anyway, and also, I, you know, it's embarrassing too, because like, I've been thinking a lot lately about like things I take personally and like, I didn't, I, I didn't think I took like, well, actually, no, I knew I took a lot personally. Like I take shit. Like if somebody is like, if I meet someone and they don't smile, I, I usually attribute that to there being something like fundamentally wrong with me. Um, and immediately kind of shrivel up into like a self-conscious prune when in reality, you know, it's like they just had a death in their family, but you know, I, I tend to attribute it to me. So one thing I'm working on in, in doing the work is trying not to take, uh, a lot of shit personally. It's hard to know what to take personally and what not to take personally though, you know, Um, another thing I'm working on is, oh, what I was discussing with you all, the status seeking thing and like the ways that I will seek status in any given sphere, you know, again, it doesn't have to be often when I hear status seeking, I think like Instagram influencer, like, you know, like the lips, the skin, the like the stuff, you know, like the, the, the fashion, the fashion girls that I follow on Instagram because, um, I don't know, you know, I, I have no mind of my own and I'm a sheep. Um, so I, I follow them sort of through my Pinterest, my secret Pinterest. It's a very long story in trying to sort of convince myself that, um, I have a, in trying to like create some sort of stable self image to assuage my feeling of flux on on both a cellular and psychological level in order to assuage that I have a secret Pinterest and I'll sort of be like this is my like okay aesthetic you know I have style and I have style inspiration so and then like each of I'll have like one of each of the girls on there and like I'll click through to their shit so yeah I usually think of status as like kind of the opposite of Pinterest you know like as sort of just like, I don't know, I'm picturing, I remember there was this pinball game I saw once in the 80s, and it it was sort of like, it was sort of like a Donald Trumpian rich person, um, all the images on that pinball game. Like, you know, there were like themes, like pinball machines had themes, so like this one was like rich person's paradise, and it was like the yacht, the fur, you know, the car, the diamonds, um... So, like, I think of when I hear the word status, I think of that, like, status symbols. But it's, like, there are so many other areas in which we can speak, we, we can seek status. And um, I was talking about a couple weeks ago the idea of counter-signaling, where it's, like, you know, I am the anarchist who is the least sold out. Like, you know, I have the least amount of shit. I'm the most minimalist. You know, not me personally. I have a lot of crap. Um, but you know, like I'm the most minimalist therefore like, and then sort of a counter signaling or like, I don't care about, you know, there's, a, there's so many ways. And that in itself is also a status or there's like, you know, I am the most green. I'm the most environmental. It's, it's a way of, I guess, feeling better than right. Or, um, feel and attempting to be better than so as to feel equal to my old favorite. So, you know, feeling like I, I'm not enough. I'm starting from a lower place in whatever context it is, because there are various contexts where I'll do this, you know, um, and it can, it can be like, I can do it a lot with like not 
feeling like literary enough, you know, like with like those awards and stuff. And then I'll counter signal, I'll be like, whatever, the literary industrial complex, you know, blah, 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 like all that, you know, I'm not, the, I, I'm not like really the award type, you know, like I'll do, so I'll do shit like that. Like I kind of, um, I'll take myself out of the running for anything I fear that, um, you know, I wouldn't be in the running for anyway. Um, reject it before it can reject you, you know, that sort of a thing. So I've been thinking a lot, so I've been kind of observing and just sort of witnessing the ways that I counter signal and really like the fundamental problem with it and, and status seeking in general that I see for myself is sort of this warped, very warped, perverted, but also probably human, you know, I think all humans do it to some extent, but a very warped view of humanity, wherein like, I am not inherently equal to my fellow human being. And that like, some fundamental belief that like, all human beings are not worthy, like equally worthy of being on the planet, you know, so whether it's that, you know, I alone am somehow worse, or just like, sometimes like I'll, I'll enjoy it. Like, I'm like, Ooh, like I think that person's envying this thing. And then it makes me sort of feel equal to, but in a way it's like, like when I, if I try to inspire, if I want to inspire envy in someone, um, or if I am envying someone, or if I am like seeing these great divisions, if I'm making these divisions, right. That I have to earn my keep on the planet. Like if I have to earn my keep on the planet, then what I'm basically saying is that like others, have to earn their keep on the planet. Even if I don't really believe that and I'm much crueler to myself than to others, it's really, it's a sickness, you know? It's a, it's really a spiritual sickness, I think, is what it is because it's it's negating, like, sort of the fundamental... What, what I do think I, I deep down believe, or at least I, I believe when I, when I examine the sickness of this other belief, and what it is is, like, we're all fucking, like... Not to be like, we all fucking deserve to be, you know, I hate, I don't want to be like, we're all God's children, but like, kind of, like, kind of, yeah, like, that's sort of the situation, you know, like, I think that is probably the closest to the truth that, like, of any God that I would want to follow, so all that shit with the stat, these little, like, ways of proving and trying, but then it can also... In some ways, though, I think I, I also do these things. I also have the, these sort of status-seeking behaviors as ways of fighting depression, right? Like, it gives me sort of these micro-meanings, I'll call it. You know, like, okay, I'm creating this goal for myself. And sometimes it's a very arbitrary goal. Like, often it is, you know? Often my view of perfection is really warped and sick. Like it's not, it's not cute. And, um, my, you know, and it, and it'll have a lot to do. It'll have things to do with achievement. It'll have things to do with vanity. And look, like I'm, I can let myself off the hook and be like, well, it's not like society doesn't like reify these beliefs or like it's not like I wasn't taught these things, but in the end, like, you know, I'm over 18 and like, you know, I do want to like continue to progress. Um, like, I guess you could say 
spiritually and in terms of having peace and like but a lot of times when I do the status seeking it's like I'm scared I'm so scared that if I let go of of the striving and these micro achievements some of them are macro I mean look like I do think being a writer or making art like that I don't think that's like I don't think that's a horrible thing I think that it can be very beautiful and it can give life meaning and you know what like I'd be dead probably I mean, without the, without, without that, that ability and outlet and meaning of writing. And, you know, I I don't think I'd be here. Um, but at the same time, like sometimes my motivations and like the whip I crack, you know, and the feeling like, well, I'm not going to be enough if I don't X, Y, like if I don't, if I don't keep succeeding at new and shinier levels or to the degree that like, you know, somebody else my age whose like book I'm not reading out of like envy for their success, but I probably would enjoy it. Um, you know, like if, if it's all that, it's really, it, I mean, let's be honest. It's not really about the art or even the act of, of making the art or the, the beauty of that. It's, um, you know, it's, it is creating these little micro movements or micro goals. I almost said micro aggressions, um, micro, whatever micro meanings within a, within a context of that feels like it feels like it's these micro meanings within this greater abyss. When in reality, like part of what makes me cynical and makes me feel like there is this abyss is that I'm viewing the world this way. Like if I were really more focused on like on the belief on on this this belief that I can that I can sometimes like get to and experience that like we are all fucking equal and like it doesn't matter and just like try to help people then like then I don't know I mean I'm not saying that's a cure for depression because I don't think there's like I mean it takes many let's be honest what are the things I do for for my depression I mean antidepressants therapy even though I haven't been in therapy in a year and a half usually um all of the things I do for my sobriety meditation running you know there's like it it takes a village like it's not just one thing it takes a lot of stuff you know part of its brain chemistry but I do think sort of like when I when I can look at the when I sometimes look at the world and I feel like ugh. Like, I'm meaningless, it's meaningless, I gotta make these meanings. I think part of what makes me feel, in the first place, that sense of sort of nausea, to, to for lack of a better word, you know, like Sartre said, that nausea is like this own, is this sort of false belief in, like, differences. You know, in... in the, and that I need like this false belief, like oh you need you you need to compete you know you need you need to prove your worth you need to prove yourself like it's I think it's cyclical is what I'm saying you know the 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 thrill of dopamine and validation it gets me high for like you know two seconds and then it just you know and then it's like it, it's a cycle it's totally a cycle I mean what are we gonna do listen I'm human. I'm probably going to reach for shiny shit for the rest of my life. But, you know, maybe like there can be that little moment of pause and maybe sometimes I can see what I'm doing and being like, well, this isn't really the truth. But okay, like go ahead, you know, go buy your purse. 
Um, and I do, I, I fuck it. I love a purse. I love a fucking designer backpack. I'm, I do. It, it, I, it makes my heart sing and maybe for the wrong reasons, but it's just, I love a mini backpack. So anyway, um, so that's, that's something. Oh, um, also it seems to be, I guess I, I guess I am doing, I guess I'm, I guess I'm really at work here. I'm, I'm at work doing a lot of doing the work. I'm doing internal work here. Work is being done. Um, because this week, but you know, it's all because I have to do it. Like if, if, if I didn't have to do it, I wouldn't be doing it. You know, like it's not, I'm not like some fucking like Eckhart Tolle, like, I, I, like, I, I don't know. You know, it's like I, I, desperation leads me to do this work. You know, I get in enough pain. It's not like, I'm like, oh, let's just, let's do the work. No, like, it's like, I get in enough pain and I'm like, oh, you know, t- keep growing, time to keep growing. Cause otherwise I would just like, you know, stay still and like, I don't know. Just like, I just had this vision of like smoking Captain Crunch. Um, which I guess I could do anyway, cause I don't think that would be a relapse to smoke Captain Crunch, but, um, maybe that's next week, next week's episode. But the other thing that I was doing this week was, um, the, um, remember I wrote the contract. I wrote a contract to myself that I was not going to text and drive or look at any websites when I was driving. And also I was not going to do any further skincare research because I had gone into, um, a hole where all I was doing was researching skincare. So I'd say I was about 75% successful, which I mean, when we talk about perfectionism, I I like to leave my, I, I like to give myself a little bit of room like I like to aim for 75 or 85% because if I aim for a hundred, then if I miss, I'm just like, well, it's all over now. And I'll be like, you know, on fucking skincare, skincare Reddit with like the glycolic pads and like not as cognizant behind the wheel. Um, but like, even with my meditation practice, like I give myself on purpose, I to like, so I meditate 20 in the morning, 20 at night. And I give myself like two sessions to, to miss a week so that it's almost like built in so that instead of being like punitive, like you missed, it's like, Oh, well you're expected to miss too. So it's all good. Um, and yeah, so I was like 75% successful. I'd say the areas where I sort of was not successful was I sort of found myself on Amazon doing some subscribe and saves to skincare that I already owned. I don't know what I was doing. Like, I mean, I don't know why, you know, I, I just, I felt a need to like do something that like was acquisitive. Um, I guess. And I was like, well, since it's skincare already own and I'm not researching it, like it already counts. Like I, you know, like buying, uh, like set like, like, uh, Cerave cream for my body, you know, shit like that. I don't know. The other reason why, um, I only hit the 75% Mark was because, um, so I enjoyed that Murakami book, um, after the quake so much that I was like, you know, it'd be nice. I spend so much time in the car. What if I listen to like, like an audio book of some of his other short stories? So, um, I started listening to, um, the book, uh, his stories, the elephant vanishes And I don't know whether it was because the guy who was reading it was just like every time he did a woman's voice, he sounded like in the fairy tale of Hansel and Gretel. I think it's Hansel and Gretel when like the big bad wolf is pretending to be the ant. 
Like, it just was not working for me. And I was, like, getting more and more annoyed. And I was like, well, just, you know, don't keep listening if you're not enjoying it. So, but then I was like, well, I do think it would be very soothing to listen to an audiobook. So then I was, like, um, hunting. Like, I, I got on, like, a mad hunt and went through, like, 40, you know, previews of 40 different audiobooks until finally I ended up on... Um, Virginia Woolf to the Lighthouse, which very simple narrative, very uh, soothing British woman. Um, and so that's what I've been listening to. But it's so beautiful. The writing is just so rich that I keep having like I feel like I'm like traveling in this sort of British bubble of oceanic quietude with different, like, layers of sort of human observation, observation about states of humanity and the ways that we, um, that humans interact. Um, And also, okay, like, nobody needed to invent the word mansplaining after, sorry, there's a, there's some Los Angeles emergencies. Um, But... Nobody needed to ever, like, coin or use the word mansplaining after to the lighthouse. We could all just call it lighthousing because the way she describes what is now in our 21st century cesspool called mansplaining, it's like she did it. Lighthousing. That's it. That's all all we have to say, lighthousing. Um, He's lighthousing um, or he's weathering, right? Because it's like he's like, you know, he's just so fact-based, weather and... And, and patterns, but so, um, her husband, the, the Mrs. Ramsey's husband, but so, but so it's so beautiful that I keep having to look at my phone and go back to, he- I want to hear like different sentences over again. So that's sort of why I've been, I've been, uh, looking down sometimes, but other than that, um, I upheld it pretty well. And, you know, like I said, I mean, why strive for perfection my my views of perfection are always going to be like skewed and, and and fucked anyway you know like the times it's really the times um there was i i looked up the definition of perfection um and there were a couple of different definitions um for perfection but there was one in particular that i like really loved um and it was i saved it on my phone let me see if i i have it because it was so interesting to me. It was, okay, perfection. I liked this. It was perfection, lacking nothing essential to the whole. So when I strive for perfection, I strive like to be whole, right? I'm striving to like get or achieve or whatever, something that will make me feel complete. But when I read this definition, it made me kind of think about the idea that like, whenever I strive is when I like miss the mark. Like I, like I act out of fear or greed or envy when I'm striving for some like illusion of wholeness, like that I need something else to be whole. Um, whereas like if I were to, and this is like obviously a fucking life's work and like who the fuck can do this. But if I were to somehow, or the times when I feel like everything like is perfect right as it is, right? Like the great now or whatever, the great now or whatevs like when i when i feel like when when i when i when i say to myself like actually nothing is lacking 
from the hole as it is then I feel like I'm going to do those behave I'm going to do less of those behaviors that sort of fuck me up and like in the end make me like further from perfection but that I do because I'm striving for some illusion that perfection is just over there it's just out of reach I'm missing a piece I'm missing a small piece I just need to do or be or achieve or obtain, you know, the whole fucking thing. Um, So it was like really interesting because when I read that for a moment, I was like, oh, but like, what if we are never like, what if everything is inherently perfect? Like, what if what if like a mantra? I really do think like a good mantra for me would be like lacking, like you like nothing is lacking, right? There is no lack. Nothing essential is lacking from the whole. Like, in essence, like, it's all already there. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing left to do. The war is over. There's nothing left to accomplish. Like, the rest of it is just fucking gravy. You know? It's all already perfect. So, like, sort of in embracing that definition of perfection, but embracing it as, like, no, it's already here. Not like it's something I need to make happen or complete, but like it's actually already here. I'm going to like suffer and self-torture less. You know, like I am going to be closer to perfection by like just being like, like let it be. You know what I'm saying? I know this is getting very woo-woo, but I'm woo-woo. I'm a hippie at heart. I'm, woo- I'm woo-woo. Listen, you've been listening. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know. You know I got the age of Aquarius in me. I got some hippie shit. Hippie Jap. That was my first... Before Alt-Jap came Hippie Jap. um, In my sort of evolution. So it was... I mean, that to me was like pretty revelatory. I mean, it's you know, and it's not like a super new concept entirely to me. I mean, how many times... If if you've ever read like any self-help books or spiritual books, it's like, you know, I mean, what were, and, or if you're on the fucking internet and everyone's like self-love, self-love, self-acceptance, but like I, when I hear self-love or when I hear self-acceptance, those words, like, I don't understand what they are saying. I don't, I don't get it. But when I think to myself, like, okay, like nothing is lacking. It's all already here. This is what it is, right? Like, it all comes down to this, you know, it's all, this is it, this is it, um, that makes more sense to me, because it feels, I don't know, like, more active, like, I have to, like, distract my mind, like, I have to just be like, no, bitch, this is it, nothing is missing, nothing is missing, um, so, you know, as a human, I'll probably always, again, be, sort of looking to like fill the missing pieces. I'll be looking, I'll, I'll be, you know, on the fashion girls thing and with four, within four seconds and striving for that, you know, like vanity shit and those ideas of perfection or, um, you know, just feel disgusting physically, psychologically, whatever, all the myriad ways that I can feel like not whole, you know? Um, and I think if I see wholeness as something that needs to be achieved, Right. Or like something to be worked towards or like strived for or like when I see wholeness as something that like there's just one more piece missing and I got to put that motherfucker in, you know, like a pizza where there's one piece missing. Like I just got to find the piece and put it back. Like 
when, when, when I commodify wholeness like that, you know, or I expect wholeness to feel a certain way. I expect it to feel whole. I expect it to feel good. I expect it, you know, then it's like, that shit's just gonna, that shit's just gonna drive me nuts. You know, that, that's gonna lead me actually further from perfection because I'm gonna behave in ways, you know, I'm gonna behave out of greed and self-seeking and I'm gonna, um, and status seeking and, and taking, you know, making things in my mind about uh, everything about me. But when I can kind of just be like, actually, wholeness is here, baby. It's already here. It is, it is wholeness is the feeling of being completely fragmented and fucked up and incomplete. It's all here. This is it. Then like that is actually, I think, dare I say better? I think it's better. So anyway, um, I don't know if this is a short one or a long one. Um, I'm tired. I'm real tired. So, um, on that note, wishing you, what do you want? Wishing you whatever you want. You know, I mean, I don't know. And like, but also that like, if you get it, it doesn't suck. Um, cause sometimes it does, you know, and I'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye.